Hi, and welcome to Lamplighter Podcast. My name is Rebecca, and this is my squirrel friend, Momo. Hello, kids. We have an exciting story for you today. In each of our stories, we are going to learn about one virtue. A virtue is anything that is good and right and true. Virtues are like little lights that shine bright and beautiful in a story. Can I tell them about letters from Momo? Go ahead. I want to send you a real letter in the mail once a month. In my letters, I will tell you more silly forest stories, talk about virtues, and show you a real historical person who practiced that virtue. Oh, and uh, I'll also talk about acorns. If you would like to get letters from Momo in the mail once a month, just ask your adult to visit lamplighterkids.com. If you sign up before the 20th, you will get a letter from Momo for that month. Visit lamplighterkids.com for more information. So, are you ready? Come and listen while we light the way to your imagination. a nice day in the forest today. The sun is shining, the air smells sweet. And my tail is so fluffy. Oh, what's the occasion for such a fluffy tail today, Momo? Well, my cousins are coming over and I haven't seen them in a long time. So I just want them to like me. I guess I thought that if my tail was extra fluffy and soft, they might like me more. Squirrels' tails are very important, you know. Ah, I see. Well, I have a feeling that your cousins will like you no matter what your tail looks like. I guess so. Sometimes it's just hard for me to think people will accept me if I'm not funny or cute or fluffy-tailed. I understand that. Sometimes people don't accept us for who we are and that hurts our feelings. Feeling accepted is important to everyone. Why don't I tell you a story about acceptance? Maybe it'll help you feel better about your cousins coming to town. Ooh, sure, I love that. But I better not sit on my tail. It might get a little squished. <laughs> all right. Well, our story today is all about a very rare and very magical herd of unicorns. The young unicorns jumped and kicked their hooves high in the air as they played their favorite game. They called the game Catch the Light Bugs. In the evening, when the light bugs began to fly around, the unicorns would jump high and try to catch the slow bugs in their rainbow manes and tails. The more light bugs they caught, the brighter their rainbow colors would shine. Whoever could get their mane and tail to shine the brightest would get the biggest, juiciest fruit on the glitzer bee tree. The young unicorns loved this game and played it almost every evening as their parents calmly grazed on the beautiful pink and blue grasses that grew nearby. I did it! I think I have the most light bugs, yelled a young unicorn named Cassip as she trotted around to show her glowing rainbow colors to her friends. All right, everyone, it's time to stop. I think we have a winner, the oldest unicorn named Gojo said. 
He lifted up his horn and sent out sparkles of bright light to get everyone's attention. The young unicorns all looked up, laughing and breathing hard. They galloped towards Cassip to compare their tails and manes and see who was the winner. Yes, I think Cassip did win, said Gojo. You know what that means. You get to pick the biggest fruit. All the unicorns began to run towards the glitzer bee tree, and as they did, they shook their light bugs out of their manes and tails. The bugs rose slowly back in the evening air, leaving long, glowing trails behind the happy unicorns. Cassip, Gojo, and the others arrived at the glitzer bee tree. Every evening at sunset, the glitzer bee tree would open its juicy pink flowers, revealing sticky, sweet globs of nectar. The unicorns were each allowed to lick one flower before bedtime. All the unicorns now searched for the biggest flower. Here it is! Here it over is! Over here! Over here! They yelled when they found it. Cassup trotted happily to the flower. She leaned forward and touched her horn to it, which magically made all the nectar come to the surface. She slowly enjoyed eating the sweet nectar as she watched her friends choose their own flowers and smiled. She loved playing with them. When she was done with her nectar, she said goodbye to her friends for the night, galloping away to look for her parents. As she walked through the flowery field, she felt extremely thankful to live in Unicorn Land. It was so magical and had everything they needed. Sticky fruits, salty grasses, ponds with bubbling waters for swimming, and rivers of flowing juice. She felt so happy that she sent some colorful rainbow sparks out of her horn, swirling into the night air. Being a unicorn was just the best thing she could imagine. Cassup, Cassup, wake up! Her mother was nudging her with her nose. Cassip had been sleeping on a fluffy puff bush in their forest home and dreaming of magical flowers. Mm, what is it, Mama? She yawned. There's a new family in our valley and I'd like you to meet them. I think they want to move into the forest, so let's give them a warm welcome. Cassip stood up and stretched, excited to meet the new unicorn family. Nobody knew had moved into the forest for as long as she could remember. She sat still as her mother brushed her rainbow mane and tail, wondering if the new family would have any kids her age. All right, my love, all ready. Let's go. Her mother trotted out of their cozy circle of trees, and Cassip followed close behind, heading towards the big meadow where all the unicorns liked to graze. Right before she got there, though, she saw Gojo and her friends through the trees, standing together and whispering. She stopped, excited to see them. I'm going to see what my friends are doing. Then I'll be right there to meet the new family. Her mom smiled and nodded, so Cassip trotted over to see what they were up to. Oh, hi, Cassip, said Gojo. Guess what? There's a new family in town, and we've never seen anything like them. They all look so normal, no sparkles or rainbows anywhere. Their manes are just white, and the weirdest thing is, they don't have any horns. I'm not even sure they're magical at all. My mom says they're called horses. Isn't that so weird? Said another unicorn. Yeah, they look really funny to me. Another responded. Cassip listened as her friends spoke about the new family. For some reason, she began to feel uncomfortable. 
I think those two kid horses wouldn't be much fun to play with. They couldn't do any of our magical games since they don't have any horns. Gojo and the others continued to talk about the new family, but quickly stopped when they heard their parents calling for them from the meadow. Come on, everyone. Our parents are calling, said Cassip. She turned and ran towards her mom's voice. Now she was feeling nervous to meet the new family and wondered if she would like them at all. They certainly sounded very strange from what her friends told her. When she entered the meadow, she saw them. There was a mom and a dad horse and two little horses. One of them looked about her age. She trotted up behind her mom and listened as the adults spoke with each other nicely. Soon, Cassip's mom bent down and smiled at her. Why don't you go up to that little horse and ask her name? She looks like she could use a friend. Cassip looked over at her friends who were all with their parents now. What would they think if she said hello to this horse? But then she looked over at the little horse who looked very shy and lonely. Cassip decided to do the right thing, so she slowly walked up to her. Hello, what's your name? said Cassip. The young horse looked at her mother, who was still talking with the other adults, then shyly answered, My name is Julia. I, I love your rainbow mane. Oh, thanks. Cassip smiled and shook her mane. We all have rainbow manes here. She looked out at all the unicorns and then noticed that her friends were staring right at her. This made Cassip wonder if she was doing the right thing after all. What if her friends thought she was weird for talking to Julia? We came from very far away, Julia began saying, and Cassip looked back at her, interested in her story. Where we're from, the grass is all green, and the trees are not sweet, and the rivers are just made of water, not juice. I never even knew there were places like this. If you want, we could play a game together. We have a fun game in my country called Freeze Tag. Cassip loved games, and she especially loved new games. But she still hesitated, wondering what her friends would think. They had told her that horses would be no fun to play with since they didn't have magic. Julia noticed the long silence and sadly looked down. But if you don't want to play, I understand. I know I'm not like you guys, and maybe my games aren't as fun for you. Oh, uh, no! I mean, I've never played freeze tag, and... It sounds like fun, Cassip quickly said. Julia smiled wider than ever and told her little brother to join them. As Cassip followed Julia and her brother, she took one last look at her friends and noticed that they were all together now, but going a different direction to play a different game. As Julia and her brother began running around, showing her how to play freeze tag, Cassip wondered why her friends didn't want to play with them. Besides the fact that they didn't look like unicorns or have magic, so far she thought they seemed really fun. She didn't have much time to think about it, though, because soon she was laughing and jumping around, playing a fun game of freeze tag with her new friends. The next morning, the unicorn herd and the horse family made their way over to Bubble Lake. Bubble Lake continuously had small bubbles coming up from the bottom and popping all over the surface, just like a giant can of fizzy water. The young unicorns loved to dive down and see who could pop the most bubbles with their horn. I'll beat you there! Gojo ran ahead of the herd, 
and all the young unicorns followed him, laughing as they raced to Bubble Lake. Cassip ran as fast as she could, following all her friends with a big splash into the tickly, bubbly water. She laughed and dove down, popping three bubbles with her horn. When she came back up, she shook her rainbow mane and was almost ready to dive down again when she noticed Julia standing on the edge of the lake. Her mother and father were already in the water with the big unicorns, but Julia looked a little uncertain. Look at Julia. What do you think's wrong with her? Why doesn't she come swim? One of Cassop's friends whispered to her. Maybe it's because she doesn't have a horn and can't pop bubbles like us. Oh, well, come on, let's play. Cassop's friends dove down again to pop bubbles. Cassop wanted to play, but she felt bad seeing Julia stand all alone at the edge of the lake. She decided to go talk with Julia and invite her into the pond. Hi, Julia. Want to come swim? Cassop said as she walked up onto the shore, dripping wet. Oh, hi, Cassop. Julia looked happy to see her. I, I want to swim, but I guess I'm feeling a little nervous. I mean, are there any, like, bubble monsters in the lake? We have something called alligators where I'm from, and I don't want to swim with anything scary. Don't worry, Cassop laughed. I promise there's nothing like that in this lake. There's just bubbles and there's so much fun. I'm sure everyone would love playing with you. I don't think anyone likes me because I'm different, said Julia sadly. But I can't help being different. I just want to be, you know, accepted the way I am. Cassip looked over at all her friends, still laughing and playing in the lake. I have an idea. I think that if my friends were able to play with you like I did yesterday, they would see that you're fun. Then they wouldn't care whether or not you have magic. They'll just like you for who you are. What do you think? Julia smiled slowly and nodded. Okay, I guess we can give it a try. I do really want to see what it's like swimming in a bubble lake. Let's go. The two friends trotted in the water toward their group of unicorns. Julia couldn't stop laughing at the bubbles as they tickled her sides, which made Cassip and the unicorns laugh too. They began a game of pop the bubble and Julia found a good way to pop them with her teeth. This made all the young unicorns laugh and soon everyone was being friendly to Julia. They realized very quickly that Julia didn't need to have magic or a rainbow mane or a horn to have fun. She just needed friends. Over the next few weeks, Cassip and her unicorn friends got to know Julia and her family better. Soon, nobody was talking about how different the horse family was because everyone enjoyed having them around. The young unicorns loved learning the new games that Julia taught them, like hide-and-go-seek. One evening, after the young unicorns had played many rounds of Catch the Light Bug, which Julia turned out to be very good at, the unicorns were all standing around and grazing when Julia began stomping on the ground. Her parents looked at her and smiled and began swishing their tails. The rhythm caught everyone's attention. When we came, I felt so scared. I didn't think we belonged here. You were all so magical and I don't have that. But then when we all played, we found there was a way to be 
so friendly, acceptance was the key. Yes, now we understand that living in unicorn land makes us feel happy and free. Acceptance was the key. Do dup do dup for me. Cassop skipped up to Julia after the song. That was great. And we all decided to play one more round of Catch the Light Bug. Everyone wants you to come, too. Julia smiled mischievously. I would love to, but only if I can beat you there. <laughs> she took off running with a little jump in the air. Hey, no fair. You got a head start. Cassip followed, laughing. As she ran, she felt very thankful that Julia and her family had moved into Unicorn Land. Julia was just the kind of friend she loved to have. How wonderful for Julia and her horse family to find a happy place to live. Yeah, I'm so glad Cassop decided to play with Julia. All those games sounded like so much fun. Cassop was very kind, and she chose to show acceptance. Acceptance is when you want someone to feel loved and included in life. When you accept someone, that means you love them just the way they are. It's easy to accept people who look like us and act like us, but it's sometimes harder when people seem very different than us. What helps me is to remember that everyone, no matter how they look or act, wants to feel accepted by others. I think the horse family felt accepted by all the unicorns in the end. I do too, Momo. And in large part, it was because Cassup went out of her way to play with Julia and then invite her to play with her friends. Sometimes it just takes one person to change someone's life. Okay, it's question time. Question one, when do you feel accepted by others? Question two. What are some good ways to show acceptance to people who may look or act differently than you? Well, this did make me feel better about my cousins coming. I know they are very nice, and they've always accepted me, even when my tail isn't fluffy. Oh, it feels good to be accepted. It sure does, Momo. And I hope you have lots of fun with your cousins today. For listening to Lamplighter Podcast today. If you liked our story, please leave us a review. It really helps other listeners find these stories. If you're interested in subscribing to Letters from Momo, just visit our website at lamplighterkids.com. I also love to hear from my listeners. You can email me anytime at lamplighterkids at gmail.com.